Welcome to another episode of the Aftermath Podcast. It's your boy T Hart. Finally back on the mic after a long, crazy weekend last weekend. Uh, sorry about that, y'all. Had some stuff going on, but we back. You want to shout out to say something to the people, man? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Another week. Another week. Some good sports happened this week, man. Yeah, we two weeks behind. <laughs> so we got a lot of stuff to kind of touch on. Um, ain't we ain't gonna go get too in depth, but NBA NBA season been rolling along here, um, getting closer and closer. I wonder how many more games we got until we get to the playoffs. So I think it start what probably first week of May. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're just watching the basketball season continue to uh play out, play out the way as a. Uh, but we're supposed to teams falling by the wayside and teams that ain't going to amount to nothing. Man, the heat loss again. <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to see a lot of players start to sit for a little bit to get right. I, I reckon that the Nets going to have to bring all their players back together, get this start, get it, get it back rolling, man. Yeah, I mean, you kind of look at how they've been doing all season. Everybody been taking like little time off and Two stars at a time, yeah. Yeah, they ain't like pressing the the play together yet. They better get right. Aldridge out, so you know, gone. Yeah, that, that was that was shocking. Uh, they saw that news break that he uh <clears throat> he announced his retirement after what he had just signed to them a couple weeks ago. Well, I think that was probably one of the last pods we talked. We was recording on he uh he was supposed to come to Miami. Um, those wishes he was going to Miami, and then as the as he cleared waivers, I think he kind of visited Brooklyn. He ended up going to Brooklyn, man. So you you reckon Miami kind of knew? Or you think anybody knew? And like the health uh, the health checks they did on him. That's a good question. I don't know because I don't even know if he even came to Miami. I think he just might have gave. Jimmy Butler, his word, or gave the heat his word that he was leaning towards him. He just, I don't even know if he even advanced that far where he even came down and actually did a physical, but it wouldn't shock me. I mean, um, Pat Riley ain't no dumb, dumb guy, dumb coach, dumb owner. He going to do his due diligence and before he brings somebody in. Yeah. And especially after going through the Chris Bosch saga. <laughs> True. True. So, kind of go ahead. I was to say it's crazy because uh, just uh, he he retired on what Wednesday, on Tuesday I was at work and I was talking to a jit and we was talking about I was like man that that Lamarcus Aldridge ain't look right Sunday. Oh, 
was that Saturday when they played the Lakers? Yeah, he was getting I was like, bullied. Bullied, bro. I was like, man, he getting pushed out. Drummond pushing him in the paint. Ain't no. I was like, bro, this don't, he don't look right, man. Something ain't right. And then he was like, nah, he just drumming just because he a Laker fan. He like drumming just a little boy to him. I was like, yeah. And then the next day, that came out. Yeah. Yeah, they say he had, he was out, but uh, those two games with a non-COVID illness, and I bet it came out and say he had an irregular heartbeat, and he was going to go ahead and retire. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see how long it lasts. Could it just be something as far as uh, COVID? He just don't want to take the chance of getting COVID with irregular heartbeat. Yeah. So maybe if it clear up or they come out, they come out with an actual cure versus a vaccine. I don't know if it has he had did he have it anytime when he was in San Antonio? Like actually have COVID? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't I don't remember. I don't but I don't I ain't never been an Aldris fan. I ain't never think he was all that. So I thought he was gonna come to to San Antonio and be like Tim Duncan. Kind of carried a torch, but yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. But you know, uh, because you know he quiet, so they thought he could marry. He thought, well, he gonna be exactly like Tim Duncan was. But, yeah, because I mean, kind of the same guy, same body, same type of same position, all that stuff. So, but it didn't work out. Um, but then we saw uh Denver Nuggets star player Jamal Murray. He uh went down with a. ACL injury towards ACL. Uh, he wasn't. He was a decent player. He he can come out and get you 30, 35 for him. He was balling last year in that bubble in the playoffs. Yeah, he was balling. I mean, not saying that he had like a bad career this year, um, but I mean, not bad career, but bad season. Bad season this year, but he hasn't been. Dropping as many points, it been it been his uh his boy Djokovic been kind of headlining and been been yeah. talked about as MVP this year. So, but uh, it sucks that he went down with a ACL tear earlier this week. You think they'll make it out the first round with Djokovic? Yeah, I don't know. It depends who they who they play first, bro. Mm. Because uh, I think, shoot, LeBron should be coming back pretty soon. I think last week they said three weeks, so he'll be back in like a week or two. And LeBron chilling, dog. Bro, for real, dog. I think he's going to go ahead. Um, I was talking to the Jit. I said, I think he's going to go ahead and sit um, until the second round probably. Yeah, because, I mean, they haven't been losing like that. Yeah, if they get through the Schroeder, been tearing it up out there. Been doing pretty good, man. That's surprising. Him and yeah, that's probably like end of February. Yeah, I feel like January. Maybe the first week of March. Um, Dwayne Wade 
buys ownership stake in the Utah Jazz, and he plans to take that to take an active role in uh, helping the Jazz win. Yeah, I don't know too much about that, man. But <laughs> yeah, doing that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but I mean, that's a good move for D Wade. He get a he get a continue to pursue his passion, not necessarily playing on the basketball court, but being having ownership in something. I know a couple of years ago he was trying to him and a couple other guys were trying to. I think I want to say it was a Rod, but I, I guess that didn't go through because you know a Rod just got part um, ownership with the Minnesota Timberwolves. But I think they were trying to bring back the Seattle Supersonics. And, uh, I think D Wade oh, yeah, yeah. had a play; he was playing a part in that. Um, I, I'm guessing it fell through because both of them have went on to different ventures. Uh, D Wade had an opportunity to also get stake in uh, Miami Heat, but uh, like I'm not sure exactly what went down between him and Mickey Harrison. Uh, just pretty much, I mean, he just he just pretty much said he's disappointed in D Wade and accept the state offer from the Miami Heat. So I'm not sure what you never know what went went down behind closed doors between them. Maybe they told him he couldn't have necessarily part in, had a part in who comes to the team and things like that. So maybe D Wade didn't like that and he went on to. You you think they trying to um you think LeBron gonna get into it too with a team? Oh yeah, yeah like part ownership. Yeah, yeah. The basketball definitely. team, you think? Definitely. Yeah, he got, I he got to. I want yeah. and I want be shocked if he. I want you think LeBron a coach? Or he'd be too big time to be a coach. Like you know, Michael Jordan ain't, has Michael Michael Jordan ain't never coach. Nah, Michael Jordan don't coach, but you know he be on that uh he be on that sideline with them players. Yeah, he'll be at practice with them. Yeah, I I think LeBron would though. He, I don't know. That would be kind of cool though. The passes? No, I don't see him doing that. Uh, yeah, I don't see him doing. It. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be like uh that uh Will Ferrell movie when that dude was a coach, <laughs> the coach and the player. Player coach. Yeah. But uh, now nah, LeBron, uh, if he if he do that, I wonder what team he'll do it with, with New Orleans. I, I don't know why that just popped in my head. I can see him doing it with New Orleans. I don't see him doing it with uh with Gilbert at Gilbert behind up there. Up what what if Gilbert just sell the whole team to him? But no, nah, I doubt it. Dan Gilbert, <laughs> Dan Gilbert, agree, man. Yeah, it's Mr. Burns. Damn, bro. Since we didn't record last weekend, we didn't get to talk about uh, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce, wild weekend. <laughs> he was having a good weekend one Friday night. And I don't know what possessed this man to pull out his phone and start recording. Like somebody said, man, people can't have fun. But I don't say like, bro, you know you in a moment where you could get fired. Whatever you do, he ain't. I don't think he cared no more, man. I think Paul Pierce, like, man, they don't. I think you know when uh, Draymond said they don't love you like that. He took that. I heart. think he was. Yeah, I think he was kind of getting that vibe with uh, with the, you know, like with ESPN because they all they love Jalen Rose, 
But I, mean, I don't fuck with Paul Pierce like that. Paul get up, but Paul get up there and say some dumb junk. Yeah, I mean, he he, he do what what ESPN want to do. He yeah. say stuff and get people to be like, man, Paul, and get people arguing and adding ESPN and tweeting ESPN and all this stuff. So I mean, that's ESPN want to be talked about. I guess he they didn't want to be talked about in that light. But uh, I saw I see that you put in that he got a job offer though after the fact. Yeah, he got it was an offer on from some website. Yeah, it's a website. Um, say he got a 250k job offer to host a NBA show featuring exotic dance exotic dancers at the ESPN Fire. Think yeah. he, you think he would take that? Yeah, he's probably going to take that. Shoot, he was already doing it for free. <laughs> he was he probably, doing it for free. That boy yeah. was on that pack, boy. Yeah. If he, if he was doing it for, uh, if he was doing it to get fired or whatever, I don't, I don't understand why he did it, but he could have just said, hey, I want to step down from this or just walk away professionally, but hey. He went out. He went out on his terms, or went out how he wanted to go out. That's what he wanted to do. You know, Maybe I, he I, got I, something else up his sleeve. Go ahead. I was thinking, uh, it's a lot of players in the NBA, uh, because I, I watch, uh, I follow what Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes and them. It's a lot of players in the NBA, and by uh, what's uh, Davis, Byron Davis, Baron Davis, that don't care no more. You know, don't care what they got to say. What. In the NBA and all of them got to say they gonna do their own junk, you know, smoke, smoke, chill. But they, you know, they they stay organized and stay doing the right thing. But you know, they just be chilling to themselves. That's pretty cool though. I think uh, Paul Pierce probably see that. Like, man, I can go over here and do my own little lane. I ain't got to work for this company. Yeah, I mean, you got like you just said, you got these other guys doing podcasts and they making buku's of money just doing that and hanging out. So talking about what they won't really want to talk about versus what another program or headliner headlining sports company wants you to talk about. So and I could definitely see Paul Pierce being the type of guy that want to go and speak his mind and speak his opinion and get get his own get his own brand, get his own stuff really going the way he wanted to go. Cause he probably I mean he probably making a little money on ESPN, but ESPN ain't paying him what he want, what he probably won't. Yeah, I still I feel like M, uh, T, TNT do the best job when it comes to NBA anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, as far as people that commentate, I mean, I like Mark Jackson and, and uh, oh, yeah. Mar- yeah. Van, Gundy. Van Gundy. They cool. Yeah, Mark Jackson. I, he, they had uh, somebody was talking about the most recognizable announcers, and they, they I think he was like number one on there. He was like top five, I think like top three or something like that. Who? Mark Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you you know his mama, there goes that man. Yeah. I was about to say that. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's the other dude. What's the other dude? What's his name? Mark or Mike Steen? Mark Steen. Yeah. Man, I miss NBA. I miss NBC on NBA. NBA on NBC back in the day. Yeah. Oh, we were chicks. Yeah, yeah, that was the best one to watch, man. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Sunday afternoons watching the Lakers or something. First Sacramento back in the day. Whew. 
Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby and Chris Webber. Yeah. Uh, Stavakovic when he was oh. a young young guy. Yeah. I want to say yeah. I want to say Hito Turkoglu started out there too. I believe he did, boy. Man, boy, that's the name right there. That boy used to jack up them threes like crazy. Yeah. What's that boy that used to play with uh, Milwaukee? I mean, not uh, with the Timberwolves. Forgot his name, man. But he was they, they was making fun of him on Jamie Foxx show one day, one episode. I forgot his name. He had like a long last name. The Timberwolves. Yeah, uh-uh. he was back in the day. Not sure. I know. Uh, he speak. You said the Timberwolves. Anthony Anthony Edwards. Um, you can look up that. But Anthony Edwards said he don't even know who Alex Rodriguez is, bro. You saw that? Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's just a different generation. Yeah, Alex Rodriguez. In, uh... Yeah, Alex Rodriguez has been out of, out of baseball for a good good amount of time now. I'm not sure exactly when he retired at this point, but. He been out of baseball, just been chilling as a regular dude, regular guy for the longest. So he's now he's just getting back into uh trying to get back into sports and so he's been retired from it from MLB since the since twenty sixteen. Yeah. So and Anthony Edwards probably what? He probably like nineteen twenty. So he probably probably really didn't pay attention to baseball. Cause I me, mean, I only know who Alex Rodriguez is from watching from watching ESPN. I don't watch baseball. I'm not a baseball guy. Hey, his name Raleigh, Wally Zorbiak. Oh yeah. Yeah, you remember him back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it wasn't, I think Vladi Divac was when he on the uh, yeah, he was there too. Yeah, for a little bit. Some good days right there. Uh, shoot, speaking of that, they were talking about bringing back the net. I know this ain't on the docket, but they was talking about bringing back the Nets jersey. Uh, the old jer- Nets jerseys they used to have in New Jersey, red, huh? The blue and red, yeah. They was talking about bringing all the gray ones, bringing them back one for a game or something. You gonna put New Jersey on the front. I don't know. I still got my Jason Kidd jersey from back in the day. I can't believe I let I at a church giveaway I gave away my Carmelo jersey and kept a Jason Kidd jersey. I let Carmelo down, man. But uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, they was talking about bringing that back. Now that that had me thinking about all the damn the New Jersey Nets, like how they had a good little team for a little minute, for a while. Kid King and Martin. Yeah, I used. To I was a fan. Heavy, yeah. I used to miss them heavy. Yeah. Before I was a Heat fan, probably like I don't know, probably right, right before, right before I kind of started catching on the Shaq. I already knew who Shaq was, but Jason Kidd was that dude, Kenyon Martin. Oh yeah. What? Um, Vince Carter came. Yup. Shoot, man, that AI. I used to have them look them AIs back in the day, so I, I had full AI heavy. Uh, but yeah, Jason Kidd, them Jason Kidd remind me uh, uh, of Russell, uh, Russell Wilson. I don't know why, yeah, I don't know why, sir. 
just his demeanor. <laughs> Man, Isaiah Thomas tried to uh, get a shot back in the NBA. He signed to the Pelicans uh, for a 10-day contract. And when I watched, I, I, he played pretty well. I kept hearing his name. I mean, I know they was trying to speak speak about him and uh, tell everybody what he'd been through. Um, but the Pelicans decided not to uh, sign him on for the rest of the season. Um, pretty much said the team wasn't interested in signing him signing him back. Um, do you think it's injury or he just think he's – it's just on – I mean, NBA don't mess with him, rock with him like that because he's yeah, such a little that. guy. I think it's that, bro, because, man, after they the Boston let him go like that, it's been kind of downhill from there. It's like he's been trying to, you know – I think that kind of messed him up because he tried to – from there on, he tried to prove that he, he deserved to still be there. Or he deserved – they didn't – they did him wrong still, but I think it kind of messed up his game a little bit. Then two injury played in. Man, but I don't know. They don't rock with him like that, though. Yeah. He didn't have chances, though. That's one thing. He had a couple chances. I know he just randomly talked trash sometimes, like to a player. On I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but he, I, don't, I don't know if he'll get with another team. I doubt it. He might. Somebody might pick him up. The Lakers back. Yeah. Try to. I mean, hell, they did it with you talked about D Rose before we got on. He with the Knicks, but they did it with D Rose. But D Rose way better player than I ain't gonna say way, way, way better, but he better player than than um oh boy, Isaiah Thomas. I yeah. I just think Isaiah Thomas uh size and injuries that he has had plays a little part in him not being on a team right now, it sucks, but that's just the nature of the game. Yeah. But uh, college football, man, college football, man, having a little bit of little news going here. Um, the college football uh, transfer rule, the uh, D1 council is likely to, to approve the one-year transfer. You could transfer and not have to sit out for a year. I mean, I, pretty much clearing the way for college football to be a have it like NFL style free agency. Yeah, I, I know Steve Spurrier kind of talked about it today. He was like, um, he was like, so what? Now a kid gonna kid not gonna know like have a home like you know when they graduate. Like, well, you spent the year here, you spent two years here, and you spent another year here. He ain't really sticking and try to thug it out, you know, for at least two, three years and then leave leave if you ain't getting, you know, ain't like it by the third year or grad transfer. Yeah. You, th- you think it's going to be kids out there? Because they say that that uh, transfer pro- portal pretty heavy right now. Like, it's people no. just sitting no. there. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Like, kids, like, transferring out, call themselves trying to go to another school and play, and some of these kids not even getting offers or – are getting the opportunity to transfer to other places. So then at this point, you've been on kind of like burnt the bridge at the old school you were at, and you kind of, you can't really go back. Not, not everybody blessed to have a, a spot somewhere else to go to. 
You yeah. think this going to cause for like a little minor league coming up? Like a real, 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 like true little minor league? Like, yeah, you know, they already been working yeah, on it. Yeah, I think, I think the, the CFL and the, yeah, the one that rock, the, the, we talked about it earlier on one of yeah. the other episodes. But the rock was uh, speaking with the CFL and, and I think he had the XFL. He was trying to get them to merge together. And yeah, they I did think that. going to benefit him a little bit with his leagues. So, yeah, if we, if we get it like that, yeah, and then they start having, like, a little minor league and guys can not necessarily have to go to college because a lot of guys are made to go to – nah, they're not made to go to school. But they can I know play some football. Yeah, I know it's on some conspiracy shit, but it, it – like, with betting getting as popular as it is right now, that uh sport, you know, they, try, they about to try to make football year-round, for real, for real. If you can make, if you can make a, you know, a lot of money off this betting and stuff, and they get illegal in all the big, big states like Florida and all this, I mean that we, I mean to ask David about that Bally Sports junk, um, because that's betting too, ain't it? Don't they do casino stuff? I'm not sure. I never heard of it. Yeah, they on they like doing the partnerships with a whole bunch of like league. I mean, a whole bunch of like uh, I guess teams are in states you now. Bally Sports. So I'm gonna ask him about mm. that, but yeah, I think sports betting is gonna get big, and I think all these, like that's gonna probably play a big part in uh, the Rock League, whatever he come out was was XFL or yeah, whatever he brought. Yeah, XFL. That's gonna be that's gonna be cool if he can get it to go, and he he already a big name. People gonna watch it just because it's it's his product. I know he can yeah. put some money into it. Yeah. I fuck, uh, I fuck with a rock, man. That was good. That's a good move for him. Right. He get to be a commissioner of a league. If you do it right, he can make it bigger than the NFL if you do it right. Shit, I think if he do it right, he's going to go to the big president. You know, you see he already joked around with it. Yeah. You get it right, though. I trust the rock, man. He used to be with Farouk back in the day. I just saw some movie and it was like, is the rock the president? <laughs> Awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he watching some, yeah. watching some movie with with the kid, but uh, Randy Shannon joins Florida State. How you feel? <laughs> Should we how I feel? How you feel about it? Ain't, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. God has been around. He kind of know now. Kind of navigate around the state and kind of put his little input in as far as uh different players are recruiting. Got a look of different connections, but him, I don't know, because he, he, he done coach pretty much at every Florida school around the state of Florida, man. He, it's it's good for him to get a job, but I feel he haven't like really, he haven't really did nothing to see me himself and, and having a job like Florida State no more. I feel like uh, he an analyst. So I don't know how much input he got on like helping with recruiting, but, but I, I feel like uh, that's a good. It's gonna be a good move for him. At least he got, at least uh, Mike Norvell got a defensive minded, you know, a deep that's been a coach, a head coach and a defensive coordinator. At least he got him to be doing. If he is actually, if it ain't just some role just to get him, you know, keep his feet hot, keep his seat warm or whatever for him. 
and his mind in the game. He actually doing stuff, like putting his all into it. I think it's going to be good for y'all, probably. Probably pretty good. And if y'all, if he, if you keep him there for, like, next year or whatever, he, you know, he, he from, well, he from Miami, I believe. Uh, I know. So, I know he probably got ties down there that'll help him, help y'all out, maybe. Y'all been doing pretty good on the recruiting trail, for like, next year. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know. We're going to see how it is. Um, I, I ain't too crazy about defensive coordinator we got right now. Um, Fuller, he not he didn't do too well last year. He kind of struggled. So maybe this can kind of right the ship and kind of help him out a little bit as far as having a second pair of eyes and ears on the field or however. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what a defensive analyst can do as far as on the field. Um, but just having another guy they can bounce ideas off each other and and really get this thing just solid. Um, they had the spring game last weekend. It was it was decent. Looks like we got got a little pass rush going. Defense played okay. Um, and then we also had who that number eleven on defense is. I don't know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. Not yet. It's probably it sounds like it might be Deloach or somebody. Oh, 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 that might be uh, that might be uh, that transfer uh, yeah, the Georgia transfer. Oh, I thought it was, cause he was uh, he was tearing shit up a little bit. So he, he, I think he, if I can remember right, he was coming off the edge for a little bit. Yeah, that was probably uh, Jermaine Johnson. Johnson, yeah. So that's yeah, he he kind of tweaked his tweaked his leg or something. I see y'all had a, a person in the game, too. Yeah, we had a, a defensive end transfer. He wasn't really playing, though. He was one of the kids Willie brought in, and it wasn't really, like, panning that was out. Willie first year? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. He from Florida, ain't he? Uh, I want to say, like, Georgia. like, South, South Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. I remember him. Right. Yeah, Curtis fan, uh. He, he transferring, and then we lost a, a wide receiver commit, a three-star wide receiver commit. Uh, but, I mean, he a three-star Arkansas court receiver. So, you know what we trying. We trying, trying to get some some Florida or Georgia talent. That's how you a, feel? A little feel bit higher, your, higher ranked. How you feel about your quarterback play in the spring? Oh, uh, decent. Uh from what I saw, I didn't even really watch the game. I watched maybe like the highlights. So, but just making some of the reads, both quarterbacks played relatively well. Tate Rodemaker going to end up having a transfer out for real, for real. He not all that. He not, he not going to be, he probably never played for my team. Uh, but Jordan Travis, Mackenzie Milton, they played pretty well. I feel like it's still a, a QB battle. At least need to be continue to be a QB battle throughout the whole summer. Uh, hopefully, Purdy, when do Purdy come back? Oh, uh, he just got cleared. He just got cleared, so he'll be back for the summer workouts. I didn't know he was out until like the end of in the spring. I ain't never see his name. Y'all got a, a nice little recruit for next year, so. Talking about a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now we got Nico. 
Nico Marquio. He committed, and then they keep talking about A.J. Duffy. And then the other guy, M.J. Morris, still thinking about possibly coming as well. And both of those are higher-ranked quarterbacks. I, I kind of want A.J. Duffy, to be honest with you. He kind of feel like a, he a real true pro-style quarterback that can kind of hear my he, – he built like a Patrick Mahomes. So if, if, if we get him too, boy, it's going to be really cooking, really cooking. Yeah, they look good in the spring. Just hopefully they can – offensive line got to get healthier. And uh, hopefully – I heard it was a Ohio State offensive line, offensive tackle transfer that was at the – spring game, but I haven't heard anything else regarding that, so I'm not sure how where that went you know, or if it was even true. Uh, I say, boy, y'all got a high stake going to the game? Yeah, it was, was, it, it was somebody said on the message boards that was a transfer tackle there, but I haven't heard nobody really talk about it. Mike, man. Mike then came to tell and doing this shit now. Yeah, he got to win, though. He got to start winning. At least, at least just make him look. He had him looking better. That's all That's all I be needing. Just don't look like total trash on the field. Like, like the players don't know what they're doing. At least he had them looking like they somewhat knew what they was doing. They ain't totally lost. And it was, again, they'll get beat just because they got an outwork or something like that. At the end of the uh, spring, do you do your uh, wins change? Your total wins for next year? Mm, no, nah, not really. That's Maybe same. like one more win. All right. Maybe. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I got them like five and seven or six and six, something like that. I just can't. I mean, like, like everybody say, you just can't. We all. I mean, it'd be, huh? Y'all gonna beat Miami? Hell yeah, we gonna beat Miami and Florida. All right, <laughs> but you just got you got you gotta take it as take it as as a grain of salt until these boys show you better. You just gotta assume yeah. assume what, what what you want want to happen, what can happen, and what probably will happen. I mean, I feel like they're going to be better as a team, starting to get cohesive and starting to get used to the coach and play better. But it'd be it'd definitely be be a good season if they bounce back and be like eight and four or something like that, nine and three. But that'd be that they need a lot. They need a lot to go their way. It's like injuries, injury luck, and maybe another transfer or two. Maybe another defense, defensive end. Maybe another. Uh, Maybe another office lineman or two, so they get they got the room because they have a couple transfer. They had that transfer. They got the room now, so they can bring somebody in. But uh, we see Antonio Antonio Camardi been asking for a job for years now, and uh, y'all was gonna grab him, man. Yeah, I, I kept thinking he was too because he was just uh, talking about it so much. Yeah, he he was talking that he was like he was talking to some of the players, but uh, he ended up going. Uh, Jimbo picked him up at uh, at Texas A and M. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna see. Decent. 
Yeah, so I'm guessing he's just like a an analyst. Yeah, he's like a defense analyst yeah. type. Yeah, he was already doing you know stuff out in Texas, um, like yeah. training kids and stuff. So yeah, he said he was talking to, like talking to some of the kids at Florida State, but he wasn't like I don't think he was like actually helping them. Yeah, I know he was very critical about y'all last year. In the past couple of years, really. Yeah. Get y'all back right. That's a good look, though, for Crow, man. Legend. Yeah, so he get his, dip his toe in there and maybe get started. Maybe if somebody give him a full-time DB job or something like that, and then next thing you know, he'll be a defensive coordinator or something like that down the road here. Maybe one day be a head coach. Yeah, cause he he a, he a fiery guy. He is man. His game, you know the game. Yeah, he yeah he very uh te- technique sound guy. And then I remember he just came to the state championship game when we was losing. He was trying to fire us up, but I was kind of mad. Like, why this nigga on the, on the field, bro? <laughs> Oh, uh, I was a little high head jet. Like, why this why old nigga on the field? I knew who he was, but I was like, why this old nigga on, on the field talking to us? He ain't been here all season. He ain't gonna pop up on the state championship game. He ain't talked before the game for you? No, dog. He popped up like a half time. With his, I guess he had like a little Gucci bag or some shit on, around his, uh, Around his uh shoulder and stuff like man, this nigga, man, this nigga been around us the whole season. We don't pop up at the state championship game. So uh, in hindsight, I was like, I see what he's trying to do. He's wanted us to win, but at the time I was legit. But uh, Eddie George uh took the head coaching job at Tennessee State. Um, do you think this this is a uh, like a what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the Deion Sanders effect, the fact that uh, Deion Sanders took a job at HBCU, you think this kind of catapulted uh, Eddie George to take this job? Yeah, I think a lot of these old players, they realize and, uh, they, they they probably having a, uh, a meet, a come to Jesus meeting with themselves. Like, what can they do to help out? Like, all, you know, everybody taught what, you know, what HBCUs need to do to get bigger. Mm-hmm. And better in football, and I think a lot of these old, uh, these older coaches and our players, they're probably saying, you know, what can I do? All right, this is what I can do. I can come here and bring my face here. That's gonna bring, that's gonna bring money to the the school, bring sponsorships to the school, um, and bring you know, uh, the players. They are gonna get you know a spotlight. Shoot, Dion was on ESPN every weekend. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was gonna say, because a lot of them games. They've probably been on ESPN three, but Deion Sanders had his games on ESPN, like not prime time, but at least they were moving time, moving the games around so to make sure they can put it on ESPN and, and everybody can still watch it. Yeah. So it, I mean, it wasn't advertised as much, but still, just knowing you just turn on ESPN, you don't have to go pay for an app or pay for pay extra just to watch the game or just turn on the TV and turn it to this channel. You can watch um, HBCU game and 
I mean, I, I mean, yeah, right now there's no other football on, so that plays a part in it as well. But still, you still the other games don't be on no ESPN like that. Nah. So you start putting some of these big name head coaches and big name coordinators and like uh like uh you you put Hugh Jackson um potentially uh may join Eddie George uh Tennessee State. So you start getting these big name coaches and not not, not knocking the coaches that's that's there now, but you start getting some of these big name coaches and and they start bringing their talents and bringing everything they got going on, bring more just uh, just to have them more attention. You think it's good for us all? You think ESPN creates a, a HBCU station? I mean, I've been said like, I mean, it'd be nice for ESPN to do that, but I, I already said like, channels like BET should have been. Cause remember back in the day, they, used they to, did, yeah. Had HBCU games on, yeah, on BET. Bro. Every Saturday, I used to watch that shit. Yeah, he's been like, I remember watching like Morehouse College uh-huh. games and stuff like that. So I mean, I say it'd be nice for ESPN, like do ESPN, HBCU, or something like that, and always have HBCU stuff on it, and and invite the kids that are in journalism, young black kids, and let them kind of like run the station and. Film it. They film, do work on their film, their filmography or whatever it's called, and grow to grow their own selves. And, and then they have also had a college athletics, college volleyball, basketball, but all have all HBCU. I feel like that's the revenue ESPN can tap into yeah, or anybody. Man, boy, that'd be. I, be, I think I said earlier this year that somebody should start an app that's. HBCU sports friendly, more HBCU sports friendly, so we can get more up to date stats and videos versus just ESPN. You look on ESPN, only thing you get is like the score. It's very basic stats. I'll be want to know how how good the quarterback played, how many sacks or tackles a guy had, or something like that. Especially the older I get, the more I'm gonna be like paying attention to kids that grew up around my kids and them going off to school and in different places. I'm going to keep up with some of their stats and see how well they playing. So yeah. that'd be somebody I need to look into. Yeah, they'll tap into it because just imagine when the bands come back on the field and stuff. That's a lot of money they can make of a battle of the bands on ESPN. Like in paper, ESPN 3 or something. I watch about all the bands. So all you, so all you app makers, y'all get at us, man. We got ideas. Yeah, yeah. HBCU app. I was trying to think of a name real quick. I can't think. <laughs> Let's see what's up. Black what college football that? experience. Yeah, that was a video game, wasn't it? Yeah, but it wouldn't be you, just black sports experience. No, nah, I never played it. Hey, I played it. Uh, I rented it one time, I believe, and they had it at FAMU. Uh, when BT came, the BT experience came or something. Mm-hmm. They had it out there, and we was playing it. Uh, they had like the band you could play like halftime or whatever, 
they had the little you remember they used to have like the guitar hero they had the drum hero yeah out there that's back in the day that was like the when he used to come on camp for homecoming yeah like the se- it was like second year they came mm. at first year I, I you know rick ross came yeah but uh that first year was crazy man Hell yeah. That was like college on TV. How college on TV was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like... But uh Gus Mouse on <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. I just oh that I just regret it was down. I couldn't have my car on campus. Oh yeah, because you stayed under the door. Yeah, I hated that joint. But Gus Mouse on uh <laughs> he uh he allowed his the players um to have their Twitter handles or social media handles on the back of their jerseys um, as a football or not even football but college sports transitioning transitions into having more uh brand building um this is probably a good good way to begin that brand building for these players. Um, as they transition into that, uh, you put it in, you put it on the docket. So, oh, yeah, that's so, it. yeah, it's, it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, I, I guess it's you probably gonna have stipulations like you know, it, it's got to be like you know, good and good faith and good, you know, good words. It can't be no crazy mess, which I don't think the players be stupid enough to do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be easier for um, I don't know, they better get their social media straight too. If they do decide it, because you know, coaches can look at it real quick. One of them will be more more scrutiny. But shoot, I guess some coaches like you want to get paid, you you about to get the big bucks, huh? You gotta get this exposure up. Yeah. You better be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. I mean, I I'm in the middle of the paying of the players because it's like. They ain't gonna really a lot of them not gonna have nothing to, to fight for to get to the league. But at the same time, a lot of these players don't get to go to the league, and the college just sit there and profit off of them. So yeah, it's a good thing that they do. They are getting to get to be paid for their likeness and and branding for themselves. Yeah, I, I, uh, and to put I their think, own stuff out. I think it's gonna be pretty interesting. Um, and uh, then we get NCAA back. Yeah, I can't wait for that. But I, mean, I thought it was gonna do it this summer. <laughs> oh, we gotta wait one more summer. Yeah, that's it. That NCAA man, that used to be, bro. You remember we used to all? I don't think nobody showed up to the practice that them summers, like the days NCAA came out. I think it was an unwritten rule. We all gonna skip practice. Probably so, bro. I don't even remember at this point. But, yeah. but I remember just I remember playing the game, man. Just it was, it was easy, you know what I mean? But I like playing because I like to get to play with Florida State. I would make his ass. So Till T Bow cool. got on that bitch. I'll beat Tim T Bow too. Man, NCAA, they them jerseys was hard when they let uh 
when they let you do the little sleeve, the one sleeve and jump. And what what y'all had, the unconquered jerseys or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. No bitch was hard. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. For a long time, I ain't know what the fuck that unconquered was on there. I was like, man, what is this unconquered? I'm like, man, these niggas suck. <laughs> I you know what they shirt say. Till I got older, I was like, oh, shit say unconquered. Well, yeah, we can uh, get into NFL, man. NFL, it ain't really been a lot of news coming out. Um, just saw uh, Aaron Donald had a little situation <laughs> where uh, the guy was actually trying to sue him. Um, but the footage just came out recently. It looks like uh, Donald, uh, Aaron Donald was trying to help the guy out, actually. Um, looks like the guy, I guess the guy was on the ground and he was getting stumped. And... Aaron Donald grabs grab one of the dudes and pulled him away. I'm not sure exactly, but it looks like a, a situation that they tried to make it out to be, try to make Aaron Donald like a bad guy. But uh, Aaron Donald was trying to de-escalate the situation. You think? You think? <laughs> this is part of my head. You think he set it up the world? All right, man, y'all beat my ass, and we just gonna blame it on Aaron Donald. He pulled the he pulled the shortest straw. Yeah, pretty much. Cause just, Good. I mean, it might even it mean probably didn't go that way. He just was saw Aaron Donald and saw and just saw a paycheck. Yeah, like dog, like man, Aaron Donald don't mess with nobody. Like yeah, that's like, why it was crazy to me. Yeah, I know he a, he a vicious guy on the field, but. One of the things I always heard about Aaron Donald, like he a he a good dude. It surprised me that he was even out, like somewhere. He he to me he he seemed like that person that's just in the house chilling. He just be training, training all the time, watching yeah. or watching film or just trying to get better. So yeah, I mean I see that too. I just when I even heard the report, it kind of was like that don't sound like Aaron Donald. And now it's kind of as news and, and the story actually trickles out. Starting to see that, okay, it makes sense. That sounds more like Aaron Donald. Yeah, that dude got him. Whoever hit him, boy, they whooped his ass. Yeah, they got him good. But um, just, he didn't fight with knives. He, I mean, he, he trained with knives. So. <laughs> they fake knives, but I feel They were fake. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> like they were, they they was like real metal knives, but they they wouldn't like pierce them with them. Oh, they they collapse when they when they get when they get pressed. Man, <laughs> thought that boy was like that trained to be a samurai. Nah, but uh, then we saw earlier this week Justin Fields had a second pro day. Um, a couple teams were out there checking them out. 49ers, uh, I think the Patriots are out there, and the Falcons. All right, so this is my question. Talk, Talking to a dude we know, he said, y'all going, he said, it'd be stupid to go ask a quarterback for the Falcons. It need to be Kyle Pitts. How you feel that way? Or would you get Justin Fields if he there? I feel that way because – we still paying Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, he's not the world's best quarterback, but he ain't like 
we can get rid of Matt Ryan or go after somebody else and they'd be worse than Matt Ryan. At least we know we already got a Matt Ryan. We got a good, consistent quarterback. As long as he got a little protection, he going to get the ball to where, where it's supposed to be. And just imagine him having this big tight end in the middle of the field with his big catch radius that hard, don't hardly draw nothing. That's a, a sure thing. The only proper one, the only sure things in in the draft falls to you, and, falls right into your lap at the fourth pick. So I kind of agree. Let's go ahead and just get the sure thing, and we don't necessarily need a quarterback yet. We can get a quarterback in the second round or third round, somewhere like that. Um, Maybe some we don't need to draft nobody. I, don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind getting somebody that'll threaten Matt Ryan a little bit, but Matt Ryan ain't ready for that yet. So yeah, I've been hearing that we probably get keep our fourth fourth draft pick and then get like a Jamie Newman in like uh the third or fourth round. Uh oh boy from uh what Wake Forest? Yeah, you know, yeah, play for us. He didn't even play for Georgia. Yeah, transfer, transferred <laughs> to Georgia. And then uh, I guess he just left. Clear for the draft, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much he'll wait for us, man. Yeah, I, I would say go after Pitts, man. With a, with, at least if you get Pitts, you know, that next quarterback that you got, that you have to get, he going to come in to a good, you know, at least a good wide receiver size tight end and Calvin Ridley still gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, but like, Calvin Ridley finna have to get paid soon. Yeah, his his contract about about up, ain't it? Yeah, I think this is the last year. God dog, let me go quick. I don't know, he might have five years on it, but I doubt it. We'll sign nigga sign four with a fifth year option. So but do you think Julio retires the Falcon? No. You said no? Nah. Damn. I feel like because I'm Julio. Julio, you know, but he not going to want to hang it up yet. Yeah. And he'll go somewhere to like, go to like New England or something. Well, now nah, if Brady not even there no more, I doubt he'll go anywhere like that. You see him at Tennessee? Well, I just thought of that. Okay, AJ Brown, I think so. That's why I thought about it. I don't know. We'll see. It just depends on if you want to keep getting paid top top dollar. What if you had DK uh met uh what Metcalf and got all on uh Julio Jones on the other side? You go to the Seahawks. Yeah. What did Russell ever resign? Russell ain't uh, when he when when they told him like he might be leaving, he was just trying to he he thought about getting trade and like how the organization was being ran. ran. Oh. But I think he in the middle of a, middle of his contract. Yeah. He might have like two more years or two or three more years on his contract, but then he got a no trade call clause. And the only way he get traded if he uh if he agrees to be traded, and he never did that. He never agreed to be traded. But I don't know. I guess maybe Julio. Just Julio is a pretty humble guy. He might 
he might decide that he don't want to be paid. He understand that he not a top receiver and not get paid top dollar no more. But he receiver and receivers don't last as long as some of the other guys. Yeah. I want to see. He I already like, been I getting like, hurt. Yeah, I don't like the Falcons, but I want to see Julio retire. Falcon, dude. I ain't on the Falcons, bro. Cause, bro, it's okay to be a Falcons fan. If 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 Pitts go there, I, I might root for y'all every couple games. I get Pitts and Trash. Yeah, I I be a Gator then. I mean a uh, Falcon then. <laughs> I mean. Hey man, uh old boy might be getting nah, but he ain't like we talked about. They gon' they love him for that. Uh Mac Jones. They're not gonna care because I was thinking maybe Mac Jones uh mess up, since he did all this junk, but the pictures came out, then maybe uh trash could be pushed up, but nah. Nah, they love they said good job, Mac. Do it again. Mm-hmm. You should have showed us this earlier. <laughs> you could have been a no one draft pick. You could have went to the Jaguars. You do. Because you know Trevor wasn't doing that. Trevor just got married. He just got married, uh, I think, like last this week, earlier this week or something. She just wants some money. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, Sam Darnold got traded to the Panthers. I think this happened like two weeks ago. We didn't record last week, so here we go. Sam Darnold, we spoke upon it. I was hoping I wanted to stay in New York and keep improving on his career, where he had going. I thought he was going to stay there. But it looks like the Jets are taking this opportunity to uh, – oh, shoot. Taking this opportunity to move up into um, – well, they're not moving up, but they're trying to get another quarterback. Um, the whispers are out there just that they're going to go out there. Um, what's his name? Zach? Zach Wilson? Yeah, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson from BYU. Um, God, I don't know, bro. This is going to be crazy, bro, because really this draft right here, it's it's been a long time since I really think. So I think we had a draft with these this much amount of QBs that could go the first couple picks. You know that are QBs that are well known. You know sometimes you have like the the QBs from a little small college that did good. Yeah, I mean it's been it's the first time in a long time it's been this many quarterbacks. Remember, it used to be like that a lot back when we was younger. Yeah, I remember that 03 draft with uh Ben Roethlisberger. Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers. Cause Ben was at what Miami, Ohio. Yeah. Yup. Yeah, he was a small school guy. Yeah, so this gonna be pretty. And I think, um, I think with them letting Darnold go, they letting it known. All right, we we coming at the quarterback. So whoever there, we gonna we gonna go ahead and get them. And I think Jaguars, they sitting at the best spot because they like, should we know who we got? I do it already. We already ready and prepared. Yeah, so I don't know. I, don't know. I heard people say that they think Justin Fields got a higher outside than Trevor Lawrence. I heard that too. They say they wouldn't be shocked if in five years 
Uh, Justin Fields is having a better career than Trevor Lawrence. Matter of fact, uh, the dude, same dude that said this thing about Pitts, uh, Keaton, he he said Trevor Lawrence, he was like, he don't think they uh, – he, he was like, I know he going to do good in the NFL, but he don't think he going to do as good as he could do because of how his college went and the offense they ran for him. They didn't give him no offense to throw down the field, really. So, it, was like it might mess them. It might uh, take, you know, put them behind the ball a little bit. Whereas Justin Fields, he ran that type of offense. He'd probably be ready for it. Yeah, we going to see what we got. I like, two but, weeks. yeah. Look, yeah, about yeah. exactly two weeks, literally, yeah. yeah. So we got two weeks. We're gonna see how this thing fall, man. Uh, gonna, I'm gonna cry if the Falcons trade. You <laughs> trade away the pick? Yeah, like trade back. I don't want to trade back. Nah, yeah. Man, if they trade back, I know what they're doing. They're trying to get like a. They'll be trying to get like a. Patrick Sertain. Yeah. Somebody like that. See, that's what he said too, Keith. He was like, y'all need to – he was like, get pits and then go ahead and get defense. Get your defense straight. Yeah, because, I mean, first round is all about getting the best player available, not what you need. You get what you need after maybe maybe, maybe the second round, you might still try to get best available player. And then maybe third after that, third and, and back, you want to go get – what you actually need on your team. Let's go with mock dress out there and say the Falcons might get Travis Etienne too. Running back, that'll be straight. Who y'all running back is now out there though? Nobody. Uh, Mike Davis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Davis there. And then, actually, we just signed Cordell Patterson. and he, he coming in as a running back, not a receiver. Hold on. How many has got Cordell Patterson? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah they, just signed, they just signed them. Y'all finna get pigs. I think y'all finna drive pigs. That's a nice little offense setup. How y'all finna do it, though? Yeah, we're gonna see. Got be I know we ain't worried about us scoring points. I was worried about us stopping other teams from scoring points. Well, that's points. exactly what he said. <laughs> ain't never been worried about us not scoring. He was like, shit, Matt Ryan put up 40 a game almost. 30-something, 40 a game. Yeah. You can't it, score that many points and, and let the other team score more than you. Yeah, it, was maybe, more than you. it was maybe if we look at the, the schedule from last year, it's probably like, Maybe like three or four games where other teams just actually just beat us. The rest of the games is we beat ourselves and let other teams <clears throat> outscore us because we let them let them off the gas. So when that's why Dan Quinn got fired. When it for a stretch, y'all was like losing games like last couple minutes. Yeah, like the whole first probably the first eight games of the season. We start off like one and seven. And we could have we could have easily been like six and two. I think next been, week. Yeah, I was, I was just saying we could have easily been six and two. Probably finished the season like 
11 and 5 or something like that. I think next week we'll probably have a clear cut how the draft gonna go. Man, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna have no clear cut until that bit oh, yeah, actually happen. Yeah, you know it'll be draft draft night trades and all that stuff. And just I I feel like they putting this just because every week is a different. Oh, this might happen. Yeah, he's trying to be a hype up right now. Well, they got me, man, because I'm so I'm making. Me I too. Make I mean, sure. I'm just happy because we so we in a high draft pick. I don't gotta wait. Two hours until we, <laughs> you feel me? I gotta wait two hours until we draft. Man, I gotta wait twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and then you'll see the Falcons draft, and I, I can see who we got, and I can take myself to bed or watch something else. You gonna know, be real excited? I'm gonna be real sad. And you can't really watch the. Uh, remember back in the day, you could watch like see what pictures uh, quarterbacks or pe- people taking with the hats and stuff. So you kind of know, all right, they might be going here. But now nah, they taking pictures with every hat. So you, got, you ain't got no idea. Nope, unless you Trevor Lawrence. He only the pictures he probably taking is with Jacksonville hat. Yeah. Um, earlier this week, we saw, just to get out of draft talk, uh, Julian Edelman. Uh, first, we just saw that uh, the Patriots terminated the contract because he, uh, he failed this physical. Uh, he only 34. Uh, he can't. He he had a kind of crazy knee injury a couple years ago, like 2017, and he hasn't really been the same since. So he written in uh, as the week pro- progressed, because as soon as he got released, I was like, he going to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he decided to retire. Do you think he stays retired? I think he's gonna pull a grunt. I think he's gonna uh, chill and then come back. Yeah, like now he, right now he's saying he retire. He get to sit down, get super healthy, then go back to training. Yeah, if he want to, if he is, if he do plan on coming back. Uh, would you? After what we've seen him do throughout his career, uh, would you say he's a Hall of Famer? No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Nah, nah, man. I wouldn't say he a Hall of Famer. Um, no, he did. He did straight, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I think uh, he might want to. You know, he might want to pull that. That I don't know if he. If he, did. I never heard really. He got. A, he got a kind of. Uh, um. He got kind of uh, like a persona, doesn't he? Like. He cares, a charismatic, a little bit. Yeah. He he kind of spoke spoke upon Tom Brady just being the face of the Patriot way and the Patriot culture. I about to say he might do like broadcasting or help doing stuff, or uh, reporting, uh, just you know, kind of get his name in the Hall of Fame. But I don't think he's a Hall of Famer because it. I mean, bro. That's like they need to put what's his name Dallas Baker in then too. Yeah, bro. Um, really, dog. They probably Brady. I tell you what, for every player that they think that might be a Hall of Famer that played with Brady, just put another statue of Brady up in their honor. Because like the reason why you say, you would think that Julian Edelman is it's because of Brady. Almost everybody Brady played with almost Hall of Famers if they stayed a while with them. Yeah. 
Cause I remember it was, it was a stretch of time with Brady was switching out receivers every year. Mm-hmm. He had a whole new receiving core. Yeah, and, and, and he yeah. And then, I mean, Edelman was one of the. Wells Walker was one, and then uh, Julian Edelman was came after shortly after. They, no matter how much the receiving core changed, those boys was always there. You think Brady liked that? He fuck with that switching out every year. He just wants somebody to catch the ball. You know, the Patriots ain't like paying nobody. So he, that's he just yeah, had to deal with that shit. <laughs> the Patriots ain't gonna pay nobody. So dude, dude come in and start playing well and start asking for money. Like, oh, time to go. I feel like too, that was the whole Patriot way. They uh every year is a different challenge. They bring in different people. It ain't nobody the same then. I don't know. Then they had Jerry. Then when Jerry Rice up there for a little bit, nah. I don't remember Seahawks. that. Yeah, I remember. It was the Seahawks. No, no, it wasn't the Seahawks. But did he go to the Seahawks? He did go to the Seahawks. Yeah, because that wasn't that when he had. And he, went to the, he went to the Raiders too. He did go with the Raiders for a little bit. Chad, Chad went up there. Uh, yeah, Chad Johnson. Patriots. Nah. Oh man, Brady. He just make everybody better, bro. And this coming from somebody who grew up hating Brady. But after Peyton retired, I realized, man, you can't hate this dude, man. I got his book sitting right here. I don't know Damn, Jerry Rice played he was on the practice squad for the Broncos too. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody bro, he know? He went that? out sad, bro. Because <laughs> he didn't want to leave, dog. I said, 15 years for the uh, 49ers, four years, three years for the Raiders, one year for the Seahawks, and then one year for the Broncos, but he was on the practice squad. <laughs> Jerry Rice ain't that bit up, man. Could you imagine Jerry Rice on the practice squad, bro? What year was this? 2005. Who was on the, I'm trying to think if I remember anybody off the top of my head that was on the Broncos in I remember watching the Broncos when Shannon Sharp and them won that Super Bowl. Uh, well, no, I think it might have been Elway last game or something. On a little black and white TV. Is Jared Rice still considered the best receiver ever? Because I got to keep it real. I think Randy Moss is the best receiver ever. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm going. Yeah, I'm going Moss, bro. I'm going Moss. I got to go Moss, man. You ain't saying Rice. You got Rice. No, we gonna say you got Moss, Nick. Yeah, like I was watching. Uh, cause I thought about that question a couple weeks ago. I was listening to something. I heard him talking about it. And I'm thinking, I thought about it, like, bro, you had, uh, I watched the hot, like, college highlights from Jerry, uh, from, uh, not Jerry Rice, but from Randy Moss. And that was off the chain, man. You watched it when he was at Florida State? 
influences? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> he still he, was, he still was an old though. Man, that uh him up there with uh, what, with Marshall. Yeah. He's killing it, man. Then I you know, because they used to play Vikings games here like every uh like every Sunday. That was one of the Tampa and Vikings used to come on around here all the time. And uh it must have been the same division back then or something. Yeah, I don't know, but like That's Chris weird. Carter. Yeah, Chris Carter. Yeah, Chris, Chris Carter and then Dante Cole Pepper. Pepper, yeah. Swinging that man. Hey, I, I knew uh I, I kinda liked them a little bit because uh my uncle went to UCF the same time Dante Cole Pepper. So he was he used to always tell me about how good Dante Cole Pepper was. So that's why I kinda fought with him a little bit. Now Randy Moss, man, when he uh threw that, I, I was watching him when he threw that uh pitch back. I was like, bro, how smart do you got to be to know to throw it right there? Mm-hmm. The celebrations, pulling the like he was pulling his pants out in the morning, <laughs> Green Bay. <laughs> uh, Randy was a real, Randy a real dude, man. I don't think he, yeah, really cool. <clears throat> the year right before Dante Culpepper left there, um, they played. They played the Falcons. That was when I was the Eagles had Donovan Nab, Falcons had Michael Vick, and then Vikings had Dante Culpepper. So it was either it was gonna be a black quarterback in the Super Bowl, regardless. Well, I forgot who they played it who. They played against, but I remember the Falcons played the Vikings. I think the Vikings ended up beating them. But I was, I was I wasn't mad because I liked the Dante Culpepper too. Bro, we grew up around some uh, that was some good like black quarterbacks back then, man. Dante Culpepper got traded to dang Dolphins, and, and he never, he was never the same. Well, I think he got hurt too. Yeah. He got hurt, and then I think that was Nick Saban first year. Nick Saban was trying to get Drew Brees, and that somehow that didn't work out and all that. Hey, bro, do you remember Bama like that as a kid? Nope. That's what I was thinking, too. But they were straight, though, but I just don't remember Bama like that. I mean, it wasn't like they are now. Yeah. They was good, and they'll have like a good season every now and then, and it was a more even playing field. Now they just the bullets on the block beat everybody. But uh, Jadavian Clowney sound to the Browns this week. Yeah, I already told you how I feel about that, man. <laughs> Shouts out to Baker Mayfield. But I feel you on that, though, what you said. But they finna be. Yeah, like straight. Like everything, like what, what the Browns do next season all falls on. How well Baker, uh, Baker can't feel plays. <laughs> Baker can't feel. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Baker, man, that that defense, bro, that defensive line. The whole two. defense. I know the safeties they they Beasley. Yeah, backs, they pretty good. And then they already they already had linebacker play, but. All that, all that stuff, like you know, falls into place, just how you want it with a great 
front front four. So I know just Davian Clowney getting older, but still, he's still a beast. Yeah, he got one of the most memorable hits, I think, past what 10, 15 years. Yeah, like the Capital Capital One Bowl. Bowl, yeah, bro. Versus Michigan. That's one play you got to watch. Like, oh, when you watch it, you don't watch that play one time. Yeah, because you got to watch how fast that nigga head you got your back, boy. How he got off the ball that quick, bro? Just step around and hit him. Boom. That was a big dude. Yeah. He he huge. And that was a little ass running back. That's gonna um they got that the Miles Garrett and that that's gonna be pretty good. Now who you got them versus uh the Steelers offensive line? Who you think winning in the fight now? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't never think the Steelers would have won that fight in the first place. Oh, versus Miles Garrett? Nah. Cause Miles Garrett's gonna blow everybody. Yeah, he, he was on one that day, boy. But uh, now nah, that's that's gonna be a good look for him. If I don't think, I don't think they gonna they they might make playoffs second at first round. Man, this dude yesterday said it's gonna be them versus uh, he said Buffalo, the championship. Like Buffalo, like Buffalo, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I want Buffalo to win, win one. I know Stefan Diggs was a Super Bowl. Uh, you want to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. I fuck with Buffalo. What happened? They got some good wings out there. Y'all can't be all I just forget about my boy. Who? Patrick Mahomes, man. Five hundred million dollar man. Uh, I want I need uh Lamar to win one too. That ain't gonna happen, bro. I, that, yeah, bro. I know. I, I feel like if he win one, it'll make up for Vic not having one. I I just don't I don't see a quarterback that run as much as he do. Ever win the Super Bowl? Uh, it's, it'd be cool if he do. It's take a lot. That's the I don't trust him. It's how there's the fact that you had to rely on your your running so much, and that's easy for teams to tee off on to me. But hey, who would have thought a team would have came back in 2083? Strange things happen. <laughs> hey man. Strange things happen. But to wrap it up, uh just uh your boy Carmelo, man. He been on this wine tip here lately. Yeah, man. He started the last year, uh, last offseason after the bubble. He started doing like podcasting with wines and stuff. And so uh, I think he, he he really into it. So I think that's going to be his little venture. I, I, I was wondering, uh, I wonder if him and Melo, I mean, him and uh, D Wade and LeBron, they all came together like what we need to do next. Bro, we need to, uh, we need to send our podcast to Carmelo, man. Tell us, put us on his network. I, I think they finna do some big things, man. Um, well, yeah, Mellow man, you, you man, Mellow man, you know me, man. I like me, dog. You know me. 
Yeah, Melo, man. I don't think you're that good at basketball, but hey, man. Oh, man. Melo, man. (laughs) Syracuse, bro. I stayed up and watched you cut down the net. I don't even know why I like Melo. Why I started liking Melo then, but ever since then, that's been my dude. Been my dude, man. But yeah, he's gonna go ahead and hang it up. I think this year. Let somebody like we like I told you, just somebody get him, pick him up, like LeBron or anybody. Somebody LeBron gonna him. call him and say, "Hey, come play for the Lakers one more one more season, man." One more season. Let's do this, man. Might have come off the bench. Oh no, <laughs> he come off the bench now. Ain't he? Uh, yeah, some nights, some nights, some nights he he out there giving you know giving them. Just depending on the matchup, matchup. Huh? Yeah, depending on. Yeah, the I saw him hit some move on somebody. Was it tonight? It might have been yesterday. Yesterday, uh, bro, he be schooling them, uh, like them, them younger players that come up try to guard him. Yeah, he cause be schooling. Yeah, he be seeing they footwork. Mm-hmm. He go ahead and take them, take them to the hole, or you know, fade on them, fade away on them. He should. He should. He should have came to Miami. You? you would you? Oh. Computer about to go dead in, a, in like a 30, 45 minutes. But would you took him over uh Bosch? I would have took him over Bosch. Hard. Yeah. Who's still oh, playing right now? <laughs> My bad. Who's still I playing should... right now? Yeah, I would have took him, man. But Melo, he was uh he was on his own thing. Melo, he Melo won the mellow he is now, then. Nah, he still was able to. About 40 and 50 points. He was like James Hardy before James Hardy. Yeah, and he was a, you know, I want to be, but I ain't trying to build no team like that. He's still, I don't think he's still like that. No, nah, because I feel like he's, he would have been to, went to the Lakers, teamed up yeah. with Lakers or mm-hmm. one of these other power teams. You know, somebody said that, <laughs> Dr. Umar said that, bro. <laughs> he said, a lot of these players, like, because, you know, Schroeder didn't pick up his option. He, you know, he said he won't be a free agent the next year. He was like, a lot of these players, they realizing, like, you're not going to be a little boy up under LeBron. Like, that's why, like, KD probably won't ever play with LeBron. That's why a lot of players don't want to play on LeBron because he tried to little boy you. Mm, Kyrie. Yep, yep. And so I think the probably – I think – uh. Melo was probably uh, Brian probably asked him, you know, Melo man, come out here and play with me. Brian was uh, Melo was probably like, man, I love my friendship with you too much, and have to deal with you on the court like that, and play with you. <laughs> Fuck that! Let's win a championship. Man, I know, man. It's up, Melo. I ain't got one, man. Well, he got one in college, and he can't. A lot of players can't say that. At yeah, least he got true. one in college. That's true. Some players can can they can say they ain't never get none. Now I could see Melo coming back being a coach. You know, later yeah. on down the road. Nah. See how this wine go. You believe in Melo more than me, cause uh, Melo, Melo gives me the selfish vibes. Man, Melo, my dude, man. Melo care for the people, man. Hello, Mellow. Stay mellow. This has been another episode of the Aftermath Podcast. Appreciate y'all for listening, man. 
Hey man, it's gonna be it's about to be a month since your boy put down that bottle. Hey. But we're making these Perrier's. Hey. Mineral waters. Top and Chico, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all slipping, man. I'm going to the other brand because y'all ain't y'all ain't um looking hey, out for you boys. Top Chico, I'm still here, man. I know y'all don't mess with us, man, but I, I'm still here, dog. I, I love y'all. One day y'all will holler at us. Yeah, yeah. Top Chico. You drink you drink on Top Chico right now? Yeah, yeah, I got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm gonna go over with Top Chico next to me, man. <laughs> I give me two bottles. Give me two bottles, pop the top. Hey, man, I'm chilling. Yeah, I don't want the three cans of the Perrier. See, Top Chico, fine. You don't even put it in cans. Straight bottles from Mexico. See, you drinking Mexican water. Man, I'm shit <laughs> from Texas, probably. <laughs> yeah, y'all like, subscribe, share, pass the pot on to a friend, all that good stuff, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. Hey, appreciate we'll you. Back next man. week with another fire episode. Yeah, draft coming up. Uh. 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 I would rather still with you, dog, nigga, what? Ride till we die on to the sub. Big black blood, where's my dog? Uh, there's my dogs. I would rather still with you. Dog nigga was. Ride till we die. On to the sub. Big black blood. Where's my dogs? There's my dog Now who I am is who I'll be until I die If you accept it or don't fuck with it But if we gon' be dogs then you stuck with it Let me go my way but walk with me See what I see, watch me then talk with me Share my pain, make it a little easier to deal with Cause despite all the fame you, I'ma keep it real with it Rob and stay with it. Uh, Dog nigga what? Uh, ride till we die uh, On to the sub Love is love, and I enjoy the love But when there's conflict, then it destroys the love You can't toy with love Niggas take it to the heart You ain't gon' find too many niggas willing to bark in the dark Come on. We been here from the start Don't fuck it up now Later on, don't even hit me like Fuck it up how You my dog and I die for you Let's keep it like that Give me unconditional love and I give it right back I'm a robber still with you Dog nigga what? Ride till we die On to the sub Big black blood Where's my dog? Uh, there's my dog. I'm a robber still with you. Dog nigga was. Ride till we die. On to the sub. Big black blood. Where's my dog? Uh, there's my dog. Most niggas make movies, but niggas like us make it happen. The shit we used to do never thought that we would make it rapid. But now we're here in the same place at the same time. I got jokes cause now niggas get it with the same rhyme. Yeah, niggas is living comfortable cause life is all good. But one thing we must remember is that life is all hood. And the caskets all wood and we all take it there one day. Shit, today is Sunday, we both could be there on Monday. Life is funny like that. What? Fuck the fuck out. Sometimes I take it to the church. Sometimes I fuck the fuck out. Niggas get talked the fuck out. They boots violate the family rules. Motherfucker, stay in your shoes. Now see what you need to do is chill, shorty. Buddy, please come and get him before I kill shorty. I would do for my niggas as they would do for me. Bust a faggot like you for free. What a shit. Come on. A robber still with you. Dog nigga, what? Ride till we die. On to the sub. Big black love. Where's my dog? Uh, there's my dog. I'm a robber still with you. Dog nigga, what? Ride till we die. On to the sub. Big black love. Where's my dog? Uh, there's my dog. 
I'm always surrounded by dogs for the love. The only niggas I fuck with is thugs, nigga. What? Blood in, blood out. About those locos home. There's no salt those homes. When we smoke them chromes and how we broke them bones. But the last niggas just ass niggas. These ski mask niggas, the trash niggas. They ass niggas, pussy. And half you cats can't even flow. And when I hear y'all niggas round my head, well, you know. But that's a whole nother issue. Right now we on this. We keep spitting like this. How the fuck we gon' miss? Cause the camp is strong and the stamp is strong. Double R, motherfucker. Keep the cast flowing. You done got yourself caught up in some shit you can't handle. And you know I can't stand you. Your man, too. This one time, I'ma let a dog be a dog. But I'ma see you in the ringing when it's on. Get a song. Oh, I was still with you. Dog, nigga, what? I should be dying. On to the sub. Think like love. Where's my dog? Uh, there's my dog. Double robber still with you. Dog, nigga, what? Ride till we die. On to the sub. Big black love. Where's my dog? Uh, there's my dog. Dog, nigga, what? Uh, on to the sub. Uh, where's my dog? Uh huh, there's my dog. Dog, nigga, what? Uh, on to the sub. Uh, where's my dog? Uh huh, there's my dog.